come here, get off. Today we're talking to Candace, pronouns she and her. Candace is the fun, straightforward, and loving friend you never knew you needed. She graduated from Howard University, the real HU, H-U? in 2006 and made Howard, D.C. her home. That's where she started her career in government and nonprofits and where she met her husband, Sledge. Married almost eight years and parents to three witty dancing and singing machines, they now live in the Dallas area and co-host Not Your Average Fairy Tale, a new relationship podcast. Candace loves God, her family, and her friends, and she enjoys reading, binge-watching shows on Netflix, Orange Theory, listening and dancing to music, and, of course, the ever-elusive sleep. <laughs> Candace, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. How are you doing with the social distancing? Doing good, because all my friends are available when I want them and when I need them. They're not at work during the day, so I can call them, FaceTime them anytime. And you and one they of those? answer my calls, yes. Mm. Mm. Text me back. <laughs> no excuses. Yeah. I know I know right. you ain't doing I, nothing. I know you, I called Jen earlier, like, um, where you been all day? <laughs> now you chat me. <laughs> he is also one of those people. I am not one of those people. I don't answer my phone very often. Don't like it. Yeah. But the kids yeah. can go back to school anytime. I mean, you know. You, that's the they're hard part. more than welcome to go back. Yeah. Yes, please. Goodbye. I get it. <laughs> so we learned in your bio that uh, your work primarily works centers with government and nonprofits. But mm-hmm. how the hell did you come to host a podcast? Ooh. Um, how did we come to host? So I initially wanted to do a YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. Um and Sledge is more into the podcast. And so we were like, let's start with the podcast first and kind of transition and see how the YouTube stuff goes. Because YouTube is just, I think, a lot more work. Because mm-hmm. you got to get like, real live footage and then edit that. And it's a lot. Um, and it was a couple different avenues because we wanted something with just us and then we wanted something with the family. So we said, if we do more of the kids and the family, that would be the YouTube channel because they're all into that YouTube mm-hmm. stuff and channels and recording. Um, and the podcast will be more for the grown folks, <laughs> for the experienced folks. So that's kind of how we decided on the podcast. And um, the other thing was that we were noticing, and not often, but often enough, that people would ask us questions about our relationship, thinking that everything was, like, perfect. And we're like, oh, y'all don't, y'all don't really know us. Like, y'all ain't really been around us like that because this is far from perfect. And so we just saw it as an opportunity to share and tell our story mm-hmm. um, just with everybody um, and just see where it goes, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think that was interesting. It was actually a question I already had, which was, you know, you say on the show that people have like this social media driven image of who you and your family are that doesn't Mm. really match up with your reality. So why is it important to you to dispel those myths of what people think y'all are? Um, Because, so the funny thing, and I was talking to a girlfriend about this with social distancing. She was like, it really shouldn't be that fucking hard because we already been doing it with social media. Like people don't Mm. talk to each other when they go out to dinner. Mm -hmm. People don't really like leave their phones and spend time with individuals and so I think social media as a whole has just created this 
false reality of what things look like. And I think we're one of those raw families. Like, we'll show when, like, I'll get on my Instagram stories or live, and my hair ain't done, makeup <laughs> not done, nails not done, mm-hmm. you know? And so we never have had any, um, like, any issue with, like, just showing the real, true, honest, who we are as a family, who we are as husband and wife. Like, I will tell people, Sledge, get on my nerves. He made me mad today, whatever. Um, so yeah, just that false reality that social media brings with it and mm-hmm. people just always wanting to post images, captions that makes everything seem positive. And not to say that you have to share your dirty laundry all the time or with complete strangers, but I also think that there is, um, a, so a certain element of reality that should come with it. Um, yeah. cause I will look through my feed and I'm like, when did they take these? I mean, pictures just look so staged. Yeah. And so fake. And it's like, why do you have to have this super Photoshop picture or stage picture to then the caption will be like, you know, my child, this pregnancy, my husband. I'm like, what does that have to do with the picture? Yeah. Um, so I just think it kind of, it's just the new reality we live in. And so we kind of want to change that narrative as far as. Yeah, things are fun. yeah pretty much like <laughs> things are fun and fine. And yeah, we'll joke and laugh. But then shit gets real, too. We're going to share that with you. Yeah. Yeah. So we asked you to come on the show today because last week we read a story called Homecoming. Mm -hmm. And it starts with a married couple that finally gets some time to get to themselves to have sex. And we we quickly learn that that's a struggle. Their kids are always underfoot. There's always something going on. Is there some? Is that something that you can relate to? Oh yeah, <laughs> big yeah. time. I feel like we are just now getting to a place where we can have like alone time and like for real alone time. Mm-hmm. Um, because the kids are getting older. But I remember because you know our story is very different. Like we had our first son before we were married, and so mm-hmm. we didn't have like that honeymoon stage that just you, me, and him type of thing. So. And we also had our first son, what, six months? Well, we got pregnant six months after moving in together. So it changed a lot for us as far as, like, dating, getting to know each other, and spend just time together, just Ralph and Candace. Um, Mm -hmm. So, yeah. um, Those first, how old is Cheyenne, two? Maybe those first seven years was like mm-hmm. a hit and miss. Like we had waves where it was like, oh yeah, we're able to go out. We're able to have un- uninterrupted sex or, you know, whatever. And mm-hmm. then it would go back down to like, all felt like when it was all about the kids. But I feel like now since Cheyenne is two, she's starting to be a little more independent. We're finally getting to a place where it's like, okay, like we can put them to bed and stay up and do stuff that we want to do. And also not have to worry about who's getting up in the middle of the night or who's getting up in the morning with them. We still have to do those things, but it's not to the extreme of like having an infant um, yeah. or just having really needy children. But, um, but we, we also still have, have little rolling. visitors. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But we could be more intentional about it now. You know, before it was like, I ain't staying up to have sex with you cause you don't get up in the middle of the night or you ain't getting up in the morning with these kids when they wake up. So mm. Yeah. That's yeah. real shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which really leads me to the next question. There's another thing that y'all say on the show um, that really stood out to me. And you say that you want to help all families feel normal. Mm-hmm. What does normal look like from your vantage point when it comes to parenting and being a sexual being simultaneously? Mm. Um, 
Well, I think first and foremost, normal is doing what makes you happy. So our normal is not everyone else's normal, but we want people to own what normal is for them. Mm-hmm. Um, so if that's, you know, you having sex seven days a week, two or three, four times mm-hmm. a day or once a week, I mean, you just do what works for you and your relationship and be okay with that. I think we get into this um, comparison thing too much. And you and I and I was kind of getting into it now, like with the whole social distancing. It's like, oh, now everyone wants to show what they're doing with their kids on Instagram homeschooling. Like, you wasn't showing that before. <laughs> well, why do I care now? Um, <laughs> but yeah, just creating what's normal for you and being okay with that, not feeling like you have to compare it to your friend's marriage or relationship or to your friend's parenting style and where their kids are academically or you know, in sports or whatever the case may be. So just being comfortable with your normal and sharing that story and not feeling like you have to change it, edit it for anybody. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So we noticed that faith is a really big part of the conversation on your show. Um, How does faith influence the way you parent? Hmm. Um, The way we parent So faith for us has evolved a lot in the past couple of years because we haven't always been on the same page about it. And we definitely haven't always been in the same place. Um, So, wow. So to say um, where it is when we parent, I remember when we had Taylor and we were just still dating. We weren't married yet. And I would still like get up and take Taylor to church with me on Sundays and Sledge wouldn't go. And it wasn't like a fight or a battle. It was just that was how we were. I got up, I went to church, Mm -hmm. he got up, he got ready to watch football. And that Mm -hmm. slowly started to change and evolve. Um, And we kind of talk about that in the second episode about how that changed for him. Because y'all like, you're in Dallas, and I saw that y'all like drive to Oklahoma Mm -hmm. for church. Yeah, we had, we, we drove up there three times since the new year. Um, That's so great. Yeah, because we really just really love the church and that pastor in particular. Um, and we started following him maybe about a year ago. And uh, Ralph said he wants to spend the first Sunday of the new year there. So we made the drive. We made the trip. Um, and it was interesting because the first time we went, we went by ourselves. The second time we went, we took the younger two. And the third time we went, we took all of them. And it's very interesting to see, like, they remember it. Like, it was mm-hmm. crazy because the, the third time we went, Cheyenne was, like, not afraid to go to the children's church. She's just a super calm, like she had been there a thousand times where we've we've been to churches numerous times in Dallas and she'll still be like, don't leave me. And not that anything (laughs) was wrong, like they weren't. Yeah, yeah. But I think her energy just felt we were comfortable in certain places than others. Um, Mm -hmm. But we got, I mean, I don't know. It's kind of like we try and teach them lessons. We definitely pray with them a lot, but we're not one of those Y'all better be reciting y'all Bible verses today for this week or, you know, Mm -hmm. we just kind of let them ease into it. Because at the end of the day, when they become adults or even teenagers, they're going to have to decide what they choose to follow. We can't decide that for them. We just want to guide them what we believe um, to be true. But they're going to have to make the decisions for themselves. Yeah. Yeah. So how does um, this influence the way you approach sex? Your faith. So <laughs> it's very interesting. So the church we were a part of um, previously, um, their like marriage ministry and their even their lead pastor and it was really their first lady and she's a soror too. They used to be like super candid about it. 
um, which was very interesting. Like, I will never forget. We were at like this weekend retreat thing. And she was like, um, how did she tell us? She told the story about like football being on and during commercials and halftime shows. She would get on her knees. And I'm like, oh, oh, okay. <laughs> Are we doing this? Yeah, okay. Okay, best lady. So, um, but I like that because it was like, she was like, I'm married. And I could do whatever I want with my partner, my spouse, who I'm married to. Like, mm-hmm. God created sex. He created for us to enjoy it. Enjoy it. Like, she pretty much was like, y'all need to stop being such prudes. Just because mm-hmm. y'all saved. Just because y'all Christians. Just because y'all in the church. You better please your man. You know, and you better please your woman, too. So, I really appreciated that. Like, I really appreciated her candidness and her um, her humor and fun about it. But she was real. She was like, that's my husband. Um I could do whatever I want to do to my husband. He's mine. And there's nothing you can say about it. Um, And so I think not that we were the opposite, but I think that also made us a little comfortable to talk about sex as believers. And not feeling like, Oh, this is something we could only talk about amongst each other or with our heathen friends. Exactly. (laughs) Cause it's not like the conversations weren't taking place, but it was like, don't be, you don't have to be ashamed of having that conversation or showing your spouse affection, love, whatever, mm-hmm. in any in any setting. Like, no, we we can do this. There's nothing you can say or do about it. You know, yeah. so that helped that a lot. Good. Yeah. Good. I'm wondering how do you make time in the chaos of parenting mm-hmm. <laughs> and being a partner and all of that um, to be in touch with yourself and your body. That is hard. And I'm still struggling with that. Um, Because although I like working out, I will definitely like skip a workout if I feel like I need to be there for my family. Or, Mm -hmm. you know, I won't eat because I'm doing stuff around the house for my family. And so I'm having to learn that while they are a priority, they're not my end all be all. Like, Ralph and I are like one of those definite couples where it's like in our marriage, we come first. And we have this debate with a lot of friends like our kids don't come first. We come first Um, because one, we need and want for them to leave this house one day and be able to stand on their own and kind of be an independent person, not depending Mm -hmm. on us. And then we also want to show them how we view marriage um, and how they should. So we like kiss in front of them, hug in front of them, grind up on, you know, I'll twerk in front of them. They get embarrassed, but I'm like, but this is my man. Like, I could do this. This is my husband. Um, mm-hmm. But we, yeah, we have to definitely be intentional about how we spend time and carving out that time. I remember hearing like couples saying, you, we schedule time. And I used to, I'd be like, that's just so corny to me. Like, I'm not one of those people where it's like, if we schedule time on Tuesday at 8 o'clock, we're going to have sex. No, because I'm not going to be in the mood. I still need it to be organic. You know what I'm saying? Like, I still need to know you want me, not because it's scheduled, but because my booty look big to you today. Or you want to rub up on me. Like, not because we're, it's yeah. on the agenda to do. Um, yeah. And so, I think, like I said, with the kids getting older, it's easier to do that. Or we'll definitely make time where we're like, um, Mimi, Papa, we're going to need you to keep them overnight or keep mm-hmm. them for the weekend. So we are blessed to have that as an option. Yeah. So y'all have family and right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. My parents moved here with when we moved here. Oh. 
Oh, so lucky. I was going to ask mm-hmm. about that. I know that your uh, mother and father are super involved. Mm-hmm. And I was wondering, did you see that growing up? And is that why you're so... Um, did you see that sort of relationship between your parents growing up? And is that why you are so intentional about making sure that your children see mm-hmm. parents that genuinely love each other and want to so, you know, rub up on each other? I actually didn't. Like... <laughs> My parents used to flirt, but it was still very candid, very like old school. I'm sorry if y'all could hear them in the background. Dinner is over. <laughs> um, so yes and no, like I little flirting here and there, but not to like the extent that how Sledge and I flirt. And so I actually think in the beginning of our relationship, it was a little hard for me to to do that, to give that, um, because like Sledge is love language is like touch or I think it's like personal touch. So he like, you know, all the physical, right. And mm-hmm. so I used to be like, yeah, but you know, PDA. And the, so I had to really like break down and be like, no, if this is what your man wants and if this speaks to his love language, if this fills his love tank, then do it. Um, Cause is, if he's filling your love tank, then you should be feeling his type of thing. Um, so I had to get more comfortable about not being embarrassed to kiss him or to, you know, just be up on him or hug him or whatever the case may be at home, in public, wherever. Um, I mean, it's, of course, still being respectful and, you know, not going overboard, but, um, just being comfortable with doing that and not feeling like, oh, people are going to think or say one thing or be annoyed or roll their eyes. Mm -hmm. Like, so what, you know? How how has he adapted to meet your love languages? Um, he's done really well. Um, probably much better than I have. But we definitely have those moments where we have to like remind each other what our love languages are. Um, because my my biggest one is like acts of kindness. I think it is. And so to me, it's like, help me around the house, put these kids in the bed, give them their bath, cook their dinner, get them ready for school, like help me around the house. And so that took a lot of back and forth because there was a time where like he wasn't working, I was working and he used to feel as though um, I would boss him around about doing Mm -hmm. stuff around the house. And I saw it as though, like, no, I'm going to work all day, every day, and you're home, so you need to be doing it. And so we had to really adjust, like, how we communicate that to each other. And that is, like, no, I'm not coming from a place of being bossy, but I would like for you to help me with X, Y, Z a little bit more. And then also on the receiving end, him understanding, like, you know, these are ways I can step up and help her. Because if I help her clean the kitchen or get the kids ready to, for bed, then maybe I'm going to get some ass tonight. So, yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Maybe you won't be too tired exactly. to fuck. <laughs> I'm like, bruh, help me help you. Okay? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> sure. So yeah. Have you found that during this whole stay at home thing that it's been more imp- even more important to like make time for yourself and make time for your relationship? Since y'all all in the house together. Yeah, I definitely haven't made time for myself. Um, I mean, it's funny because uh, one day he was like, I was debating whether working from home. It was something about working from home because he's home with the kids during uh, during the weeks now. And he was like, no, you need to go to work. You need a mental break. And I was <laughs> like, oh, part of me was like, thank you. But part, the other part of me was like, what you mean I need a mental break? Like, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> what you trying to say? Like, I can't handle it. Um, but he was right. I do need like 
the time away, just alone time, especially because like the gym is closed. So it's not like I'm getting up to go work out. I'm not mm-hmm. good at pushing myself to work out. So, um, yeah, I think just the break away from home and the kids and the day to day just being so not routine, but just nothing's changing. Um, definitely support. He's definitely supportive of that and making sure mm-hmm. that like emotionally and like spiritually, like I'm fed and I'm you good. Know. Yeah. Um, but, mm-hmm. and you asked this earlier, Karee, I'm sorry to answer it completely, mm-hmm. but as far as like self-care, I'm getting better. I wasn't always great at it, but I have to be, I've gotten better as far as like exercising and reading and, um, and yeah, just spending a long time. If it means I have to wake up an hour earlier or go to bed mm-hmm. an hour later, I definitely make sure I try and do that. Cause I can definitely notice a difference when I don't. Um, and just how I'm responsive to him and how I'm responsive to the kids and just my energy. So, yeah. Yo, okay, wait. I have a question that's not on our sheet, but just occurred to me. Okay. <laughs> so, um, I think that sometimes when people have been in relationships for a while, there are things that we like to do to spice things up. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that means that we use toys either with our partners or with ourselves. Mm-hmm. Is that something that you have had to encounter um, in your relationship? And if so, how did it go? Yep. (laughs) And I sure remember when. It was early in our relationship. And I was like, what is that? What you trying to do? (laughs) Oh, he introduced it to me? I love it. Spicy. And I was just like, where does that go? So yeah, I, it's been a while though. It's yeah, it's been a long time since we tried any of that. My thing is, I like to go to hotels. I don't oh, know you fancy. I know I don't know what it is about hotels. But I'm like I want to go to every hotel. Take me to the Hilton Anatole. Take me to the W. Like let's spend a night in a hotel. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know what that is. You're going to get all this nasty. Oh, I, I ain't got to wake up early. <laughs> I ain't got to clean it. You ain't got to clean. clean nothing. Um, so that's my thing. Um, I'm trying to think. It's like, I don't need toys. Just give me a nice, a nice suite. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. Whatever it takes. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, okay. So one of the things that we'd like to ask our guests are, would you rather questions? Okay. So. My would you rather question, would you rather have one night of romance only once a year or would you have to live with quickies for the rest of your life? Mm. Oh, my gosh. Once a year. <laughs> <laughs> but you get well, to have your hotel and your romance. Let you do your hotel. Nah. I, once a year. I, I have or to just, quickies. And I actually like quickies. I had to get him to like get into that. Like we used to come home for lunch sometimes and get a quickie in. Or we would do what we call skip days and so the kids would be at school all day and we would both take off of work and stay home or mm-hmm. go. That's on. why y'all got three of them now. I told him, I said, Listen, <laughs> if we if these twos one time, we'd be so pregnant right now. This damn quarantine, we would be so pregnant. <laughs> but yeah, um, I'm gonna go with the quickies. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I think so I'd have to go with the quickies. Yeah. Ain't nobody too. got time Once for no year? long nights of passion. And... 
Nah, I wouldn't survive. Yeah, I wouldn't make it, it just be a whole lot of masturbate. Well, you can masturbate, but it ain't, it the, ain't same. the same. It ain't, girl. As someone that's <laughs> single, living single during quarantine, like, and I am literally living in a bubble. If I grab my vibrator one more, I went to grab my vibrator, and it was like oh, that this is bitch. <laughs> My vibrator was audibly like, oh, ho. So, yeah. Yeah, nah. Yeah, I had to put him on to cookies. So he's still not a fan, but I'd be like, listen, sometimes it's not about all the passion. We just need to get, like, I'm just horny. Let's go. You know? Yeah, just get it done. He's, he's a Pisces, too, so he's super, like, emotional. He emotional, yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, oh! <laughs> poor baby, cute. his birthday is coming up. No, right? it just passed at the end. It of already February. passed. My birthday is coming up. Yeah. <laughs> You're a Gemini now. <laughs> <I know. laughs> it sucks. We had to cancel our trip uh, for my birthday. I've been looking forward to it for months, and now we can't go nowhere. Uh, we was going to Florida. Know you know, that's do. a high bed. Yeah, yeah. It's, we can't. That's that's not even out of the option. But I did take off work. Good. Well, yeah. off all my clients, and we will quarantine and celebrate. Yeah. So, I guess it makes me a little sad, but whatever. The thing that makes me happy is that you joined Yay, us today. Thank you're you. welcome. Thank you. Have fun. It's really thank good you, you. to talk to you and talk about parenting and sex, which is something that I feel like comes up in conversation for us a lot because mm-hmm. it informs how we, you know. We got kids, yeah. so it was really great to add another voice to that. That's in a different Thank situation. You. So, thanks for coming You're on. Um, let's tell the people where they can find you. Oh, well, you can find us. So we have a podcast, not your average fairy tale. It's available on Spotify, Apple, and Google Play. Um, mm-hmm. And so our Instagram is n dot y dot a dot fairy tale. Um, so please follow us and we're on Twitter and Facebook. Um, Twitter is just NYA fairy tale and Facebook. Um, just type in that your average fairy tale and yeah, join us. Oh. Listen, we'd love to have you get your feedback. Appreciate hey, it. Hey, hey, hey. Thank you. Well, that wraps up this week's episode of the turn on. Thanks to everyone who took a minute to listen to us. Be well and be safe and inside. Stay inside. Stay, keep your ass inside. Stay home. Wash your hands. (laughs) This episode was produced by us, Erica and Kenria, and edited by Ballistic. This theme song is from Brazy. We want to hear from y'all. Send your book recommendations and all the burning sex and related questions you want us to answer to theturnonpodcast at gmail.com. And please subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast app, Follow us on Twitter at The Turn On Pod and Instagram at The Turn On Podcast and find links to our books, transcripts, guest info and other fun stuff at theturnonpodcast.com. And remember, The Turn On is now a part of the Frolic Podcast Network. You can find more shows you'll love at frolic.media slash podcast. Thanks for joining us and we'll see you soon. Holla!